1: Welcome to Bitchin'. Every week we talk about a different person. We, we try to be nice. Them.
2: We don't try to be nice. We try to be we nice. We try not to get cancelled. It's a different thing. It's more about the complexities of human nature. Oh my god, that's so good. We need to put that in the intro every week. <laughs> Stop it. No, I love that. It is It is. It is. It's more about our shadow selves and our ego <laughs> yeah, it's about and us, all really. that kind of intellectual stuff and nonsense. then I call some people nonsense. <laughs> and, uh, and we think about people, we know you listen but uh, also don't dob us in. Don't dob us in. Because most people don't know about this show and that's actually quite comfortable in lots of ways.
1: When we um, become big deals, mm. they're going to scroll back through and quote us in the sun. And completely, we're over. It's game over. I said some bad stuff on this podcast. Yeah, me too. How are you? I'm good. 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 (laughs) You went to LA?
2: I did go to LA. It was crazy. Was it? Yeah, it was crazy. Like the movies? Like the movies. I saw the Hollywood shine. No, it was great. I had a great time. Met some lovely people and uh, made a little bit of money and came home. Unless HMRC is listening to this and then I have no money whatsoever. <laughs> so Tilly was at a Doctor Who convention. I was called uh, Gallifrey One and it's the biggest Doctor Who convention in the world. How are you? What's going on? The show? I'm good. Uh-huh. But how
1: are you really? <laughs> <laughs> no, I am good
2: actually. When? How long is the show on till? The end of April. It's defo going to get extended, isn't it?
1: It can't because really? there is a show coming into the theatre. I bet it goes somewhere else straight away after. Are and you I...
2: selling really well. I bet you are.
1: Yeah, we're selling yeah. out. Yeah, those
2: reviews, man. Those reviews. Wow, what can I say? It's all down charming. To me. Helen Monk's. Stop. What did the
1: Guardian call you? Um, you know, don't no, present- I actually don't. I was about to say superb, but that's not correct. <laughs> I, I feel I'll just think like call- it might be. No, it's not. It's it's some
2: kind of. Superlative, that it's a good does capture your essence as a performer.
1: Magnificent, magnificent. If not that I can't wait to see it. I'm... I love getting home late, eating a whole pizza in bed at eleven oh, pm. Yeah, watching Frankie Boyle's travel doc, which I love. Frankie Boyle. Oh so much. god, now talk about people. Oh, I want to
2: fuck. <laughs> I would love to have sex with Frankie Boyle. Finally, we've got a crossover <laughs> Oh my god. I that's ever. the first time we've both fancied the same person. Oh my god! Do you watch
1: his Instagram um, ITVG videos? Oh my god, does he do? Does he do Instagram oh, stories? Stop! He does Instagram TV, <gasps> and it's just him very close to the camera. Yes, yeah, like fuck me up. Yeah, oh honestly, my god. get on it. It's yeah. amazing. Yeah, 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 yeah. He just chats about stuff, and it's and it's not like stand up. It's very casual, and you feel like you're just in bed with him. It's it's so good.
2: I'm into it. I've actually got to go.
1: Okay, leave.
2: No, I'm joking. As in, I've got to oh. go and watch Frankie Boyle in the toilet. Okay, well, we've explained what the show is, but who are we doing today? Today we're doing
1: Pope Francis.
2: Or as I know him, the Pope. Because I haven't done that much recently. <laughs> So,
1: full disclosure, I'm Catholic.
2: Yeah, I did know this. Yeah. I mean, I'm not Catholic, and I don't know much about Catholicism, but I do share the same sexual guilt, so in a lot of ways. Oh, we're feel, the same.
1: I feel similar. I mean, I say I'm Catholic. I don't think Catholics would agree that I'm Catholic. Uh, why not?
2: You well, Have you been
1: confirmed? That's a thing, right? So, my mum decided that we didn't need to do it officially, so I just went and ate the baby Jesus. <laughs> During, uh, I think it was my granddad's funeral, actually, she just shoved me up to the front of the mm. bit and I ate the bread. You never chewed a baby Jesus, is what my grandma used to say. She wasn't Irish, but she always did it in an <laughs> Irish accent. <laughs> so you just let like, it sit on your tongue and melt, it's a bit gross. So yeah, so I've, <laughs> drink, I've drunk the blood, eaten the body of Christ, <laughs> um, but I don't have a Catholic name I'm a bit sad about it, really.
2: Should we give you one right now?
1: Oh, yes. So, what?
2: what is a Catholic name? Is it just a. S-
1: you have to pick a lady
2: saint. A lady saint? Get up yeah. the lady saints right now, and we're going to choose one for you. Oh, my God. And I'm going to confirm you right now in this holy square. I think I of know recording. who I want to Goodness. be. Do you?
1: Yeah. Can I be the patron saint of Lost and Found? Oh. Cause is that because
2: you found me? It's because I always Next lose my
1: keys. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, also because of you. Mm. Oh, that's St. Anthony. I can't be him. Mm. Can I be St. Anthony? Do you want to be? Yeah.
2: Look at him. Look at his little head. Show me. Is he hot? St. Anthony looks like he lives in Dalston. (laughs) (laughs) He literally has the same haircut of every tattoo artist slash graffiti artist who lives in Dalston. And
1: the same sort of face shape, doesn't he? Yeah. A very modern man. And he's wearing a hoodie. That kind of looks a bit like
2: Josh Fryden.
1: (laughs) Oh, yeah, he does a bit. Shall I tell you about him? Yeah perfect imitator of jesus who received from god the special yeah you power haven't
2: got a god complex <laughs> at all
1: he received from god the special power of restoring lost things so that's it i just remember my me and my mum would always pray to saint anthony whenever i lost anything which was oh. every day um makes it sound a bit loopy loo she did it in an ironic way sort of
2: was your mom nice to you when you lost things
1: she was the best my mum had a really close relationship with my the receptionist at my school because at least three times a week I would forget to bring my packed lunch in. So my mum would walk into school about ten minutes You'd after me. You'd bring a guinea pig in instead.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> She'd walk into school about ten minutes after me and then uh, have a nice chat with the receptionist she got close with. What,
2: yeah. Who would my saint be? Is there a patron saint of depression?
1: Oh, there probably is actually.
2: I'd like to be the, the patron saint of the eccentrics
1: yeah dimphna dimph the patron saint uh of dependent runaways the nervous the emotionally disturbed the mentally ill and those who suffer neurological disorders and consequently of psychologists psychiatrists and neurologists (laughs) we all know i can't read
2: (laughs) look how gorgeous she is she's hot thank you so much Oh, uh, yeah, no, it, I can't do that. She looks like a Florence Nightingale type. She's I don't got... want to look after the mentally disturbed. I am the mentally disturbed.
1: <laughs> but she'll look after you, Dimfner. Oh, that's nice. Dimfna. She's got a 4 thingyed clover. What are they called? Oh,
2: I <laughs> didn't know where that sentence was going. <laughs> Fucking
1: hell. Uh, so anyway, that's not who we're doing. We're doing the we're old doing Pope, Pope Francis. 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 Is is Wikipedia. Born Jorg Mario Bajoglio, 17th of December, 1936. He old. He's old. He's the head of the Catholic Church and sovereign of the Vatican City State.
2: Have you ever been to the Vatican? Yeah,
1: went to see Pope Francis. Oh, really? I haven't been.
2: I mean, why would I go? <laughs> when did you go? Why did uh, you go? Last did you go year, in? I went why? with Mary. Yes, you're from Mary.
1: The Mother Mary. Yeah. she Catholic? Uh, no. Okay. We just went on holiday to Rome together. Nice. And then um, I insisted we went to see How the Pope. Have we have never gone on holiday? What's that about? And then I insisted <laughs> we went to see the Pope. It was so amazing. He's so gorgeous. What? Pope Francis. No, I know. We're going to disagree about this one. What? You hate him, don't you? I'm a big fan. Oh, for God's sake. What do you mean he's gorgeous? <laughs> he's
2: hot. Look at his I little... think this is just your
1: Catholic... No, I'm a big fan. No, I know he's. I know there's loads of really problematic things, but, so this is my argument. Okay. Within the context of Catholicism, mm. he is the most forward-thinking, yeah. progressive. He's the most hated Pope there's ever yeah. been. And I think it's really easy... If we were to put him in the context of our world and uh-huh. our liberal world, then he would be not great. Mm. But... Within the context of that world, the only way Catholicism is going to change for the better yeah. is from the inside. Okay. And not people like us just saying it should be cancelled, which I mean, maybe it should. I'm not saying he should be cancelled. I mean, you know, he's really, he's done more within the Catholic
2: Church to, um, he's done more within Catholicism to stop the abuse of children yeah. than any Pope before. Of course, that's saying absolutely fucking nothing because yeah. none of them have ever done anything. Yeah. So.
1: so it's kind of easy to be yeah. come in and be like oh guys that was a bad
2: thing that we did. <laughs> I think we should be uh, slightly less nice to all the, <laughs> the paedophiles actually. Um <laughs> I don't think they deserve it, actually. I don't know why I've decided the Pope is... Cockney. Cockney. That would be funny. Does the Pope always have to be Italian?
1: He's from Argentina, this guy. Oh, right. He's the first non-European Pope in a thousand years. Oh, my God. And it was, like, again, a really politically amazing thing that everyone in Argentina was... Not everyone, but all the Catholics in Argentina were like, whoa, throwing the knickers at him. Yeah. Loving him. Have you seen two Popes, one cup? No.
2: Is that just you are talking about the show with Two
1: Popes on Netflix which I thought was going to be really dull. Yeah. And it is the most magnificent thing. It's so good. Is it? You're looking really unsure. No,
2: Josh watched it and said it was good. The only bit I saw was um what's his face getting into a helicopter.
1: <laughs> Anthony Hopkins. Yeah.
2: Who's who's the other guy in it? I, I, know, know. I know. I know who he is. I know.
1: I feel so bad cuz I do this all the time. No, like,
2: because I I there's I know who the actor is. They're both
1: Extraordinary yeah, in they're that film. Sick.
2: They're sick oh actors. my god, they're such good actors. It is Jonathan Price. So Jonathan Price, I don't know if I've ever talked about this on the podcast before. There is an amazing video of when Martine McCutcheon what won the Olivier Award, being in My Fair Lady, and she famously was like a total nightmare to work with, and they hated each other. They hated because he played what's his face. The other one, the misogynist, and she was the lead. And uh, there is a video. So when she wins, the camera cuts to him, and you have you have never seen such an expression of disdain ever.
1: I need to watch it. Ever,
2: ever, ever. I've got it somewhere. I'll send it to you. But oh my god, it's so funny, and it's really awkward as well because she's won this award. She only did like ten or twenty shows or something like that, and then the understudy was on um, because she had a lot of vocal problems and stuff. And I'm sure she had a lot going on. I don't know her, you know, well enough to know. Um, or at all. In fact, I don't Martin, <laughs> Martine if you're listening, I'm sure God, there I'm were s- reasons for you know your difficulties on that job.
1: And thank you for that album. This is my moment. moment. This is my perfect moment with you. Died too low. Anyway, so he looks at her with disdain.
2: I mean, it's not really enough to call it that. It's quite, It's it's, a, it's an expression that I I don't know that I'll ever be a good enough actor to actually replicate. Um, Give it a go. I can't even come close to it because it's it's the absence of feeling but also complete hatred. No, there's no clapping. He doesn't clap. <sighs> he doesn't clap. He just sits
1: there yeah. like this.
2: No, that's not it. I'll show you our mate. Wait, I want to be good at
1: acting. Wait, that? (laughs) Closer,
2: but it doesn't quite... You're doing too much, that's the thing. He's not doing anything, and yet it says it all. But her speech is really awkward because it's like she knows that she didn't really do it.
1: Oh, it's really sad. I know. That's like my biggest fear in the world, is getting something and people feeling like I don't deserve it.
2: I mean, that's how you feel about every job you get anyway, (laughs) so you're already doing it to yourself.
1: Maybe stop doing it to
2: yourself and you'll be less of your fear.
1: I have Anthony Hopkins' face just in my head (laughs) all the time. That's my inner monologue, just (sighs) looking at me in disdain. So, Two Popes is great. Two Popes. Two Popes. You should go and just stop listening to this and watch that if you want to know about his history of becoming Mm. the Pope, which sounds really boring, but it's just so beautifully... And it's all shot with intersecting real footage it's so just so
2: Anthony Hopkins plays the old pope who was a, who didn't like doing anything good and <laughs> Jonathan Price plays the new pope who likes being doing good. some things good
1: yeah yeah and it's all about their relationship really with each other which is just Do they fuck Oh my god have you seen it No
2: is there loads of sexual tension between them Yeah <gasps> No,
1: <laughs> I'm sorry. Now I'm
2: going to watch it. It's gay, you say. I've got to go. Oh, yeah. I, there, there's something gay <laughs> that I haven't watched. I'm going to
1: get. Yeah, no, it's really beautiful. And it ends with the two popes watching football together on the TV. And mm. then it cuts to the real two popes watching football together. Because um, the, the current pope is a big old football fan, mm. has lots of football T-shirts, so is it the
2: show, is it all about being friends with people even though you might not get on to get a job?
1: <laughs> no, actually. Okay. It's I was about
2: to say, in that way, I'm very similar to the Pope.
1: <laughs> pope, the other previous Pope, what's his name? Frank Benedict. Mm. Is that what he's called? Yeah, I think so. Um, steps aside for... Benedict Cumberbatch. God, he plays everything nowadays. <laughs> <laughs> he... He sort of doesn't agree with Pope Francis and his weird liberal progressive views but sort of comes to understand it and be tolerant of it and I think it's about... Because this is something I realised about Pope, the Pope and the Catholic Church in general is that I'm really liberal and tolerant of everybody unless they don't share my view on something and then I become really intolerant.
2: I don't think that's true.
1: Well, it's not anymore but it used to be. Yeah. And about religion it used to be.
2: But isn't that... I think that's part of being young is like yeah. having a really didactic kind of view of the world and it's it's black and white and it's 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 exactly like this because I'm twenty and I know how I feel about this and I'm passionate about it. And like I think a lot of like the criticism of I just think sometimes people are unkind to the younger versions of themselves themselves, you know. Like I don't yeah. think it's Like, I I get it. But I also, I have gone through a similar thing of, like, I used to just be like, oh, why would you be religious? And now I'm like,
1: maybe angels are real. (laughs) Oh, my God, maybe they are, (laughs) you know? But also something I have learned in the last couple of years is that, and this is really dumb that I didn't realise this, but in terms of, like, protected identities, you've got loads within our culture, and one of them is religion. And actually, I realise there's this mass intolerance of liberal people towards religious yeah, people. Yeah, completely. But I've never given the time of day, really, because mm-hmm. I was think, yeah, but religious people hate gay, so we should. And actually, LGBT rights are a protected characteristic, but so are religious rights, and they are equally protected. Mm-hmm. So then it's a really complicated Venn diagram, isn't it? Of which is why I really like Pope uh, Francis because he has really pushed the Catholic Church to be less homophobic mm. and I don't know how successful it's been but his first ever kind of appearance um he I've got a quote he said if someone is gay and he searches for the lord and has great good will,
2: fantastic
1: who am I to judge which again within our context is still really homophobic yeah. and also is pushing his kind of religious agenda But if within, you're gay that's
2: kind of okay if you as search- long as you think about it for the rest of your life <laughs>
1: He's also, yeah, it's a similar thing with abortion where he's now made it, there was this short period of time where he said, within this period we can forgive people who've had abortions. <laughs> Everyone's <laughs>
2: running to the fucking yeah. abortion Please, clinic. Please! Do it now!
1: <laughs> um, but the he's ex- Pope says
2: it's okay!
1: Get it out! Well, no, he says it's okay to retrospectively forgive people oh, for right. it. I know. But he now says that he's extended that so we can now all be forgiven at any point if we've had an abortion. Oh, thank God. I know, which again is really, really hard to reconcile because you're like, well, shouldn't it just just be fine but for where the catholic church was when he became Mm. pope the step forward is massive Uh, and also
2: we can't really necessarily understand that i mean i know you are catholic but also your mum is like the most forgiving person on earth yeah but like so many people like do genuinely have a lot of psychological hangouts because of the way that they were brought up and like genuinely like fearing being sent to hell if they touch themselves or yeah. whatever. Like, yeah. So it probably is a really good thing that this guy is now like, hey, you can forgive yourselves. Like, That probably is like a source of comfort to some people.
1: You're so right, who are never going to believe that it's okay that they've mm. done that. But also I didn't... So the theology of Catholicism is that you believe there are a permanent set of rules that have always existed and will always exist, and that's how people find comfort in it is that like the world makes sense because there are these rules so to then adapt them to modern society like we should be doing and a lot of Catholic priests believe that we should be doing but within the Vatican City where everybody's really like
0: oh
1: ah! <laughs> um, are they sucking each other's dicks yeah yeah hope so I hope so yeah. Wouldn't that would be great but I kind of also don't because then I'm should like should I
2: write a show about like no I shouldn't <laughs> go on.
1: Why not? Why not? You can play Pope. Oh, I'd love that. Please. (laughs) Up until really recently, I thought that they still got their balls cupped (laughs) when they became Pope. What? So, I don't know if I've... So, so you (sighs) know there's the Pope Joan, who was the female Pope, but it's now not sure whether or not this is actually true. No,
2: no, there's never been a female Pope. Wow. Right, go on.
1: There is... and I don't know how much this is a myth and how much this is based in fact, but there is this story of Pope Joan who was, I I mean, now, in retrospect, probably a trans man. Right. But it was a person who biologically was a woman who dressed as a man and managed to work their way up and became the Pope. Mm. And then the story is... Work their way (laughs) up. (laughs) Like it's fucking... You have to... Started out making the tea and then
2: you (laughs) end up being the fucking... Second coming of the Lord on earth, great.
1: <laughs> and then something happened where she was pregnant and didn't realise and then she gave birth during some parade and then everyone stoned her to death because this baby came out of her and they thought she was the devil. <laughs> anyway, and then as a result,
0: when the, funny.
1: when the Pope becomes the Pope, they have to sit on this commode and people go underneath and have a look at their old bawly boobs to make sure they're a man. But apparently that's not true. But it's this widely believed thing within... I've thought it was true until about six months ago, and I actually Googled it.
2: Can I tell you one of the things that they do do? Do do. Do 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 Yes, please. In recent centuries, when a Pope was judged to have died... Weird sentence. (laughs) It was reportedly traditional for the Cardinal camalengo, Classic. ...to confirm the death ceremonially by gently tapping the Pope's head... Thrice with a silver hammer, <laughs> calling his birth name each time. This was not done on the deaths of Popes John Paul and John Paul II. The Cardinal Camelengo retrieves the ring of the fisherman. Sorry, look, I'm
1: confused. And cuts
2: it in two in the presence of the cardinals. The Pope's seals are defaced to keep them from ever being used again, and his personal apartment is sealed. What a mood. <laughs>
1: It's so weird, isn't it? All the
2: ritualistic. Gently tapping the Pope's head thrice with a silver hammer, calling his birth name each time.
1: Uh, also, uh, do they keep the same silver hammer? Like, what's going I on? I don't there?
2: know. And, like, does everyone, do, does each Pope get a ring of the fisherman? What does that mean? What is a ring of the fisherman? I don't know.
1: It sounds great.
2: My primary, the main uncomfortability, if that is a word and I've decided it is, with the Pope is that it's not the religious side of things so much now. I think that's great if it brings comfort to people, if it helps people understand their own worlds. I think that's awesome. But I feel like, I mean... Organised religion in general has had so many problems with abuse and yeah. powerful men being allowed to do what they want under the guise of being holy. Yeah, And we're not holy, we're all human and we're all capable of doing bad shit. Not fucking kids, all of us aren't capable of that. Um, but in general, I think it's a really bad idea to be like, this is the best guy. This is the best one. Look at him go. I just think it's a really, it's just not a good way
1: of organising things. I think this is why I'm a fangirl in Pope Francis because I completely agree. What what I think he does is he takes the responsibility of that and he, what that figure should be and isn't because of the way that human beings are is it should be, actually a servant to everybody yeah. a bit like politicians should be servants yes. to their people and they're not They're people in power and they use their power for bad mm. and that's always the true with any kind of organized community isn't it where you create these structures and then actually people yeah in those positions end up abusing them both in terms of like the sexual abuse in the catholic church but you're right just in terms of generally people having because it's
2: human nature because we don't want to step into our own power as human beings we it's it's easier for us to go I'll pray to God and he'll sort it out. Yeah. Well that's cool and like I hope he he or she or they do, but at the same time you're here and you can you can I'm not saying I'm what I'm saying is not God helps those who help themselves. That is not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is I I feel like the esteem we put on our heroes is sometimes because we're running away from putting that, that esteem on ourselves yeah or it has been for me in the past anyway
1: yeah totally Um
2: and like i have people who are my heroes and like i think that's nice and lovely but
1: yeah but they're not your heroes because you've been told by the church that they're the person who's nearest to god and you must you know no. worship them and pray to them and stuff and they're gonna sort it all out yeah. it is a bit of a weird concept isn't <laughs> it now you put it like that <laughs> oh but he's great yeah, yeah. I remember asking my mum when when I was younger if she actually genuinely believed in God, and she was like, "I believe in a God between people, and I think it's like what you're saying." Where, oh Jenny, I know she's the best, but it but you shouldn't be creating these structures where there's someone closer to God, and and it's all you know yeah. theoretical, but actually it is about being on the ground and looking after the people who are next door to you yeah. and around you. You know, the way to change the world massively is to change the little world that you're mm. in. That again this is what I really like about him is he doesn't when he first moved in he lives in the guest house he doesn't live in the main popey mm-hmm. big bed and he does a lot of like kissing people's feet I mean I yeah. guess a
2: lot of people died in there probably doesn't want
0: to
1: fuck in. <laughs> scared of ghosts <laughs> All those saints coming back to haunt us. <laughs> Creepy. But also, I do think there is something just na- there is just something naturally in us where we want to idealize people. We mm. want to have these representations of the best of humanity, yeah. and we do it all the time. I do it all the time where I just completely. It's a part of myth
2: making, and it's a part of like how we tell stories. I think, and it isn't necessarily a bad thing, but it can be.
1: It, it definitely can. And the structures of the church are messed up, and like. The fact that there's just all these things that are there forever and the argument is, well, wow, it's because it's because nothing can change because these are the fundamental truths of life. Mm. It's just, I think, really misguided. But it's hard to argue with because if you really They've believe- all just got such
2: pretty robes on. Oh, and you're like, Do yeah. you know what? They're so holy. Seems cool. Yeah. Seems cool and holy to me.
1: What are you thinking about the nuns? How do you feel about nuns? Did you
2: see Dracula? No the the lead in Dracula is like a, this badass nun.
1: <laughs> Wait, which version of Dracula?
2: The most recent one, Stephen Moffat one. Ah. Oh. When I watched that, I was like, nuns have been underused as badass <laughs> fucking leads who are actually
1: pretty badass.
2: cool. Badass. Um, I was I was in a play about nuns.
1: Yes, you were. Have directed by your mum yeah. at drama
2: school, starring the Crown's Erin Doherty.
1: You were really good in that play. Thank, Thank you. You're really fantastic. Mm. It was a good play. I haven't got Erin's career, though, have I? None of us have, mate. (laughs) None of us have.
2: No, good for her, good for her.
1: Do you know what, though? We shouldn't give all credit <clears throat> to nuns because some of nuns have done some very bad things. Oh, yeah, they're, Ireland they're... Buried they're, those babies. Yeah. And oh, yeah, I
2: mean, and abused kids as well. Well, yeah. this is another thing is, like, we're all like, oh, the priests, they're the ones fucking the kids. and nuns are fucking the kids too, man. Women, we can be just as evil. We're just evil in different ways that we don't necessarily recognise as evil.
1: Would you ever become a nun?
2: Yeah, I thought about it, actually.
1: My friend worked I on think what I
2: really want is to have a house and an allotment and for everyone <laughs> to leave me alone.
1: <laughs> oh, I my God, you should become a nun. Yeah, but I don't want to wear the same thing every day. Did you ever watch... My friend worked on this TV programme called Bad Habits, um, Nuns and Holy Orders or something, and the, the, quote, the title, Bad Habits, was supposed to be a pun on the fact that nuns yeah. wear habits, but they were worried people might not get it because it was on Channel 5, so they put <laughs> in the little... Colon, and it was these n- naughty young ladies went to live with all these. Moms. Oh, I do remember this show. Yeah, I yes. never, I never actually watched it, but I might. Maybe we should track it down. Yeah. on YouTube. It looked very sweet nuns telling the ladies. You know, Ooh.
2: I mean, I think there's a massive amount to be found in living your life in that kind of simple way. But I do love chaos.
1: So. <laughs> <laughs> the thing I like about it is the concept of. It being completely immaterial. So yeah. you only have a certain amount that you are, have a week to live mm. on. And you don't buy yourself an iPad. But then they I do. mean,
2: you do do that anyway. You just put all of your money into the local theatre company.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and
2: don't eat my breakfast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and say no when I offer to buy you a croissant.
1: Oh no, that was very kind of you. Mm.
2: You'll never let me buy you anything, will you?
1: No, no. You bought me lunch that time. It was very expensive. Oh
2: yeah, but then you took me for tapas, and that was very expensive. No, not as expensive. No, it was. You've been listening to Bitchin', it's a show where me and Helen argue about who paid more for lunch, <laughs> and then we don't talk for two weeks, and then we see each other again, and we do the same thing <laughs> all over again.
1: Oh, Popey boy.
2: Popey, Popey, Popey. Well, look, I don't, know. I don't, yes. I don't have any judgment to make, and that's fine, and uh, I'm not Catholic so I don't feel like I can
1: it's no, neither am I really. I don't know why I'm acting like I am. I just um I think there's pros and cons in mm. it. And um I hope he continues to
2: I oh, do think it's all cool, all the rituals and stuff are fucking cool. I'd love to place some something in a church and be with all the fucking gold and all the robes and the fucking altars and
0: shit. They
1: don't let women in though, do they? That's well annoying. Yeah. He did try, he what did he do? So he said Christians owe apologies to gay people who've been offended and exploited by the church. Which some Catholics were like, "That's bad," and some Catholics were like, "That's a good breakthrough." Mm. And then he said, he said that women should be able to be ordained, and everyone yeah was like, nah.
2: "Should I find that video of Martin McCutcheon winning the Olivier Award?" Definitely. Great.
1: So apparently, um, Catholics think that the death penalty is a good thing. The Pope said the death penalty oh, is inadmissible and that official Catholic teaching should reflect that, which, again, should be kind of a given, but it's interesting how. I remember being taught in RE that if a, if there's something the Catholic kind of ethos is, no. So should we do this? No. Should we do this? No. But death penalty. Yeah. <laughs> well, on. like,
2: is it even... I mean, I'd be interested to, like, actually research this and actually learn about it. <laughs> um, you know, is it one of those things where it's, like, the, the meanings have become warped over time and actually, in the first place, it was all about forgiveness and, like, we shouldn't kill people, actually. That's...
1: Yeah. That's bad, actually. I don't know. I'm I've not read whole... enough of the Bible to know whether it yeah. says... So. I mean, it does say, thou shalt not kill, but it also... There's a burning bush, mate.
2: Yeah. Thou shalt not kill. Uh, unless... Unless they've nods. done
1: something. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no one put me in charge. I'm going to say this right now. No one ever put me in charge of anything ever. Please. Please. I can't wait
1: for coronavirus to kill everybody but you. <laughs> and you just have to... <laughs> I'll, 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 I'll go mad. I will go mad. I don't want to be that... I'll go mad. And I'll go mad. I have a real survival instinct in me. I would... Because you know how everyone's like, oh, if there was a big nuclear war, I wouldn't want to survive without all my friends. I'm like, no, I'd want to be here on my own. <gasps> Miserable, but clinging onto a rock. Yeah. Like, no,
2: death. Matt's completely abandoned you. I think we've said this yeah. on another
1: yeah. Matt. Matt's definitely, you were like, he'd just find <laughs> some kind of unicorn and eat its blood. He would survive a nuclear holocaust. Yeah, hundred.
2: I don't know if I would. I probably wouldn't. I, I think
1: it. you might kick something might kick in and you suddenly just like. I think our survival instinct is strong. We always yeah. think that we it isn't. We think, oh, that would be nice to slip away. But actually,
2: <laughs> but actually how like, are you inside my head right now? What the <laughs> fuck? <laughs>
1: but then when it comes to it, I think you'd probably want to hang around. Yeah.
2: See if it gets any better. Yeah. Also, there's something in the like. I think I have said this on an earlier episode, something about the community aspect of a nuclear holocaust that really feels to me. You know, <gasps> get in, find it, we could find an abandoned farm together. I know you don't want to go on holiday with me, but it would kind of be like a holiday. <laughs> we could start planting tomatoes. Just become and,
1: a nun, mate. Just become a nun. I know, but what if the other nuns aren't fun? They they are. Are they fun? I don't know. My nuns that I used to hang out with when I when I went to my grandma, used to run a jumble sale mm. and uh, with all these nuns, and they were loads of fun. I can't wait for your memoirs.
2: I can't wait to read your memoirs Why? and for there to just be loads more fucking insane <laughs> anecdotes that I've never heard of. And for me to not even get
1: a mention. <laughs> I can't wait either. <laughs> Well I think that's it really That's it We We love you We love you
2: so much Thank you for listening Thank you Goodbye We're going to watch Jonathan Price and his face right now
1: You should too and you should also go watch Two Pup Two Pups Two (laughs) Pups Go watch Two Pups (laughs) and also Two Popes Bye Bye. You've been listening to Viction, a podcast by Tilly Steele and Helen Monks our music was by